Um, even so, um, Nikita, not, she hasn't even been coming here for like two weeks and I think she, she's even baked us some nice scones and uh, biscuits already, which is super amazing. Uh, that's so cool. And um, yeah, before I get into uh, the word that I've been preparing for the last four to five weeks, I've been chatting to Willem about it actually. Um, it was actually something that uh, stirred up in my heart. Um, actually, I don't see... Um, um, what is Anthony. 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 Anthony actually said a couple of weeks ago, you know, uh, he was actually like saying, you know, putting on that full armor of God. And what we're going to be going this morning into is actually talking about going into the full armor of God. And um, but my my version of it is actually um, getting real, getting real with God this morning. And I'm trying to make a space here for this uh, phone recorder here. Maybe, maybe I must just get another star and stand. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe good that I actually have the worship songs here because some of the uh, worship songs is actually what I want to refer to. So yeah, before I get out, like I said, before I get into the worship uh, and the word, actually not worship, but yeah, the worship was so amazing. I'm a plain, I'm actually in the Holy Spirit at the moment. I really pray that God speaks through me and uses me as a vessel this morning, and that you guys have open ears and have come with an open heart and soften you guys' hearts. So yeah, the last couple of weeks I've been really feeling this word, and you know. Um, I mean, uh, for us, uh, financially, um, I work on full commission, so some of my deals either happen, I mean, I'm a property agent, they either happen like you get paid in three months, or your calls through, or sometimes there's deals that take even longer, uh, and then you sometimes get paid, so, so there has been a, quite a big deal that I've been working on, and I'm... I've been actually really like, oh Lord, you know, I've been doing this all on my own understanding until about a week and a half ago. I actually just got like so frustrated and I was thinking to myself, you know, I can't keep doing this on my own and trying to do this on my own. You know, it's like, I want, I like so wanted this and I'm like, oh, but I'm not running after the money, but I just wanted this deal to happen because it's actually a very good friend of mine's dad's house, as well as he's actually a very, uh, he's actually my developer. So... And I actually let it go uh, in God's hands last week, and since then, uh, we kind of put the property back on the market, and the, the guy actually, the guy that was buying the property, uh, actually started sending all the documents, so that was the thing, he actually didn't send all his documents, he was approved, the registration was supposed to happen now next week, so understanding financial struggle, yeah, I was like kind of like, I almost like gamed on, I'm getting that money in two weeks time. So, and it's actually God saying to me, you know, it's not on your own understanding, but uh, it's all in my hands. So you try to do this on your own, first of all, and you didn't leave it in my hands. So since I've left it in God's hands, it's actually been a, a, kind of like a testimony that God's actually moved and actually helped me with the situation where I don't feel that burden of like, I have to get this property sold now. God help me with this. You actually take control and that, that the burden's been taken off. So... Um, yeah, so this week's actually been quite amazing. God's been blessing me uh, in my quiet time. Uh, um, even though I've been extremely busy, uh, the property market has been extremely quiet in the last uh, two to three weeks, um, especially in Betty's Bay with the interest rates going up. So we're not going to do a financial teaching this morning. But, uh, um, but all of a sudden, uh, uh, I was like, in one, one of my quiet times, I was like saying, oh, Lord, you know, I just, let me get those... Those, those Pam Golding and those Seif and those Chaz Everett's listings, you know, why do they always get those like five or ten million rand listings? And like all of a, uh, all of a sudden, you know, uh, I was getting an overflow of like messages from like, because I've been working so hard and like starting to talk to people, God's actually started like, even uh, uh, I just actually got two amazing properties yesterday. And on Friday, actually, I got a message from a guy, a UK number, saying, hey, you were referred, uh, can you come see me, I want to sell my property in Betty's Bay, and I was like, oh, wow, you know, Lord, you actually really, uh, and then I went to the guy, and I just, I saw, um, I saw that he had other paperwork in front of him, and I saw it said Pam Golding, and I was like, oh, okay, now I'm up against Pam Golding, okay, cool, uh, okay, I'm 
just kind of like I did every time I go and see a client, I kind of have to do an interview. So that where I'm getting is uh, on, 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 on talking about an interview is how are you guys, are you guys ready by the final gates to justify and speak to God and say, you know, I've read your word, I've really pushed deep in and, and actually um, gone to that extra mile. I've, I've been interviewed, I've, I've actually been interviewed and I can actually uh, speak your word and actually proclaim your name on high. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, enough about me. Yeah, it's amazing. So yeah, it's actually beautiful properties actually. So I've actually got quite a lot of, uh, uh, I'm, I'm a bit more prepared uh, um, than, uh, um, than normal. So, but let me, let me start with uh, um, a scripture that's also been uh, quite on my heart and in um, Psalm 91. And before we put that up, Kanga, um, what I was, what I was, what, what was so amazing this morning in the uh, in the prayer outside, and what I was, I was just like, um, just hearing what everybody was praying about, and, and, and what a privilege it is actually to be able to serve God openly and worship God openly in our country, uh, and in the worship, and that's where I wanted to get to. Where in the worship, you know, God says, you know, uh, um, it's not our righteousness. It's his righteousness. It's Jesus' righteousness, and that was that was kind of coming out this morning and in, uh, in in the prayer this morning. And it's it's so. Let me let me get let me get into the scripture in um, Psalm ninety-one, and I'm actually going to read it from the NIV version. Um, I'm not going to uh, scare everybody with uh, Bill and asking to not preach from uh, King James this morning. <clears throat> and we actually go very deep into scripture this morning. So he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the foulest snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with His feathers and under His wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and a rampart. This is going to go deep, guys. So today, uh, I really feel God wants to really dig deep in our, in our lives. And, and uh, some of the things this morning is going to really cut that flesh off. That uh, um, I've been really feeling that this, this, the burden is going to be taken off us this morning. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at present a thousand at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you make the most high your dwelling, even the Lord who is my refuge, then no harm will befall you, no disaster will come near your tents. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you so, so that you will not strike, there will not be a striker put against uh, against the stones. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves you, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver and honor him. For long life will I satisfy him and show you my salvation. Is that clear? So yeah, this morning I'm in. Uh, uh, um, it's, it's it's so amazing how um, we're going through that scripture. You know, God actually handpicked us. He knows, he knows our ways, he knows what he wants for us, but we also have to be aware, uh, um, and that's what I'm going to be getting into this morning is uh, some deep scriptures about Satan actually, the devil actually, how he's trying to get a put on in our life and how we are going to be able to actually uh, protect ourselves 
and have God's power on our side because it's actually been done already. In, in worship, Jesus died on the cross for our sins. He already paid the full price for us this morning. He already did that 2,000 years ago. And I mean, the battle's already been won. So I want to go into uh, um, Ephesians 6, verses 10. I'm actually going to read it out of my Bible. Finally, be strong in the Lord and His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of the dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. That's basically saying we're already in this spiritual warfare. From... We're already in this battle. God's already here on our side. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplates of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. So yeah, this morning I'm in the, uh, going through um, the last couple of weeks and, and trying to under really dig deep into God's word and understand what is like putting on the full armor of God. Like really, are we putting, are we going to go stand there like, uh, I've actually got asked uh, Carla to, I've got a, I have two pictures. Are we going to be standing and protecting ourselves with our shield and blocking those flaming arrows from the devil, from the evil doer, from the evil one? And, you know, back in the Roman century, uh, um, People would know if you're a Roman, if you're one of the Roman uh, soldiers because of the helmet actually, as well as the breastplates. Because, because the helmet actually had these feathers on uh, to symbolize that they're part of the Roman uh, army. And I did a little bit deeper digging to find out like, what is, what is this actually, I mean, uh, um, how much this actually weighs upon you. So these guys, even though they could be like strong warriors and and like the strongest of the strongest uh, guys in Roman, they had to carry in the heat of battle 30 kgs of uh, armor on top of them to protect them. And I'm going to take just one step back quickly because I, uh, I really feel that uh, this week I actually read something uh, from Jonathan Stanfield on Facebook. Um, if, if Satan can't get your sin, you'll take a different tack and simply get you busy. Too busy for a daily quiet time, too busy to share life together, too busy to serve others, too busy to gather with church. And I mean, this this morning is actually, um, even though I've got so many pages that God's actually shown me to go through this morning, I really feel that. That Satan is trying to get into our lives. Satan's trying to get into our finances. Satan's trying to get into our... Uh, he actually tries to deceive us. He tries to lie to us. He tries to make it think that, oh no, it's, it's your spouse or it's your boss at work. That's actually the, the problem or that. It's actually Satan whispering and trying to get into you. He knows and studies you because in the Bible it actually states that... And I'm jumping a little bit here that, that he, actually I'm going to come back to that actually. But yeah, basically what I'm trying to get to is that, you know, let me, let me start off with the belt of truth. And funny thing is, you look at, you look at a belt, it's just, 
And uh, when, I was, when I was listening to the scripture yesterday, uh, it's so weird that Paul uh, actually, when he was writing Ephesians, he uses the belt as, as the first part of your armor. I mean, surely he would have looked at maybe a sword and, or something that's like more like, like macho or something like that, like a shield protecting, but he puts the belt of truth first. And quite an interesting thing that uh, uh, the belt itself actually holds the whole full armor together. Without the belt, you kind of like don't have your defense. And that when, when you're looking at the belt of truth, this is an application of God's word in your life. So what we need to do is actually immerse ourselves in scripture, keep on reading the word of God. Keep on praying. Jesus says, I am the truth. How's your relationship this morning with God? How, how are you guys sitting this morning and feeling? Um, how, how, like really digging deep. Is there something that's really hurting inside that by the day that you stand at the gates, that you know that every burden, every flesh has been taken off? Because I've really committed my life to God. Put on that belt of truth. The breastplate of righteousness. This is, this is actually uh, um, going back into what, how the Romans actually, actually made this uh, uh, breastplate. And what I want to do is, uh, I've got two different versions of my uh, scriptures here. The Roman soldier was always equipped with a breastplate, the piece of armor that protected his vital organ in the heat of battle. And um, if you think of a breastplate, it covers you from the back and the front. And if you think of what is the most vital organ that you want to protect, it's actually your heart. And again, talking about the spiritual realm that we, God is our, it's not, it's about not our righteousness, it's Jesus' righteousness. He's our protector, he's protecting our heart. That, that the devil doesn't get to our hearts. And in Isaiah 64, 6, verses uh, 6, All of us have become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. We all shrivel up like a leaf, and like the wind our sins sweep us away. So we actually, like I said, you know, like try to lean on my own understanding, try to lean on my own, I can do this, I can do that better. And no, it's actually, it's Jesus' righteousness that we need to take. It's not our righteousness that we need to uh, look at this morning. Um, so we basically need to keep ourselves upright. And what I was looking at, uh, uh, just almost like a simple uh, illustration, I was watching this thing, how uh, people, when they when they going on the lagoons or the little dams, they when they put their boats uh, on the grass, they actually turn it kind of they turn it upside down, and it's almost like righteousness. You know, you know, like once you you know opening the boat, that's like upright because that's fully upright and in righteousness. But when, once you're under this. You don't know what goes under there. You leave that boat for a couple of weeks and now you go back to your boats. You open that up, you know, like, surely you're going to think, okay, there could be a snake or there could be something that's going to be coming out there. And that's kind of like, you know, like things in our lives are that's being unrighteous. Are we getting distracted? Like, like Jonathan said, you know, are we getting distracted? Um, is there things that like we're watching too much TV? Are we too much on our phone? Are we not digging deep in the Word? Even though God says, you know, 10 minutes. He only asks for 10 minutes. doesn't say in the Scripture, but I mean, I know when I just even read for 5 minutes, I'm fully fed with His Word. And I'm fully equipped for the day. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 8 verses 11. But since we belong to the day, let us be self-controlled, putting on faith and love as our breastplates, 
and the hope of salvation as a helmet. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with Him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as, in fact, you're doing. So our salvation is already, God's given us, God's given us His Son who died on the cross. So if we believe in Him, we shall be saved as well. So we need to go out and testify His Word. We need to build relationships within just our congregation as Krabo. We need to find each other's uh, weak spots and actually really be accountable to each other and really open up to each other. I find it that uh, um, chatting to friends of mine and um, like sometimes when meeting new friends, I mean like I had a new friend of mine that uh, he's moved to Betty's Bay and I mean I could see that this guy was really struggling and I, I felt, you know, like I, I told him some of my old stories, you know, that how God protected me and how he got me through and this week was actually super amazing because I decided that it was actually some hurt in my heart for two of my very best friends that I had uh, in, in Josh and in Sunningdale that I decided, you know, I've been trying to play golf with this one guy and he always like, no, I'm busy, no, I don't want to play, no, I can't play. He always throws his excuses at me and I eventually got him onto the golf course. And the first thing, and I thought, you know, I've got this guy for five hours on the golf course, I, now I can at least apologize to him, but he can't run away. And so the first time we play, I get, to the, um, I get to the green and I say, hey, been on my heart you know I'm feeling convicted because you know Jesus doesn't want it to be about our righteousness he wants us to be fully free and take off that whole heaviness of that the weight and actually the, the, the righteousness that breastplate was the heaviest part so so I said to him you know and then you're gonna laugh about this it was a simple small little thing that we actually had an argument about for years I uh, wanted to see his new sunglasses and he showed me sunglasses, and while he passed it on to me, uh, it was at one of our baby showers uh, at our house, uh, when we stayed in Tableview, one of the kids ran past and bumped his brandy glasses and it fell on the floor and it cracked. And I was like, oh my word, and this guy buys expensive glasses, he buys like Oakleys or those Pradas, and it's like 4,000 rand glasses. And he was angry with me, he didn't speak to me, he stopped speaking to me for years. Uh, I'm talking to you, like, I mean, and this guy's now a deacon in the church, uh, but he kind of like, I, I kind of like, I thought I, I said I was sorry back in the day, but I didn't know if I felt really sorry about it, you know, like, I, I kind of always had that on my heart that, you know, oh, you know it's, it's just a pair of glasses, it's materialistic things, but uh, a couple of weeks ago, God kind of like convicted me and he said, yeah, you got to go apologize really to that guy to his face, and it was so amazing that he was actually like, so open to it, like I said to him, no, I'm really sorry uh, about what happened, and please forgive me. Uh, it's been on my heart. And he's like, no, I've forgotten about it, and really, it's it's nothing uh, that's I'm over it, you know. And then uh, also another another very good friends of ours, and I don't want to like say too much because I know it's in the recording. I actually messaged him and his wife, and his wife actually got back to me as well, which was super amazing. So, and they also just open up their hearts for us again so I, I, it feels amazing once you let that so so basically what I'm trying to say is if you've got any like people sitting next to you or if you've got any anything against them or let it out it might hurt but it's, it's going to take that burden off that weight because even though you're wearing this belt of truth the truth will set you free and the truth is actually holding that uh, breastplate forward and you want to take that burden off so that you can stand firm in God's righteousness. Going to um, the sandals or the feet. Uh, of the gospel of peace. The Romans' feet were fitted with sandals called Calagia, 
Hopefully I'm pronouncing it right. These sandals were made to protect the soldiers' feet during their long marches into battle. They had extremely thick soles and wrapped perfectly around their ankles in a way to protect them against blistering. They actually also had these spikes under them. And then what I want to actually uh, emphasize, these spikes actually was something that actually that you could stand firm and stand your ground. And when you're looking at the... Um, when you're looking at standing that ground, you need to take up that firm foundation. Secure in knowing that God has got our side. He's got our back. But an interesting thing on standing on solid ground in, um, in Psalm 40 verses 2, and I actually read it out of a New Living Translation, but I'll read it out of the NIV. He lifted me out of the slimy pits, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand on. Is your feet on solid ground? Are you not uh, slipping? Are you going into the mud? Are you guys feeling uncomfortable? Speak to God. He's, he's the truth. Yes. He's our righteousness. And um, yeah, if you look at if you look at that purpose again, so the shoe. I mean, like if you put on a shoe every day, I mean, like you want something to be comfortable. You want to like something that can wear uh, long. But also, you you don't look at a shoe that you're going to be moving backwards. And in 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 the Bible, when when, you, when when we're talking about the gospel of peace, it's actually to stand firm, but also to take ground, to move forward and take territory. Just like uh, um, in. Um, in Jericho, when uh, Moses uh, spoke in Numbers 33, um, you see that, Take possession of the land and settle in it, for I have given you the land to possess. So that's by, in, in my translation that I was reading, which is always King James, it's basically saying take that ground and take territory. God's given us these feats to actually take territory, to go save souls, to be disciples of nations, and, and really, really build relationship with our friends. So the shoes give you that mobility, the stability. Nothing will shake you with those shoes on. You've got those spikes on solid ground. Remind yourself of the hope in Jesus Christ. Share your testimonies. When last actually have you heard someone's testimony? That's actually a thing. Nobody actually knows about my background. I might just look like this goody two-shoes guy, but actually I was not a goody two-shoes. I actually also fell into the bed. Okay, let's, 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 let's just rewind here. I was arrested twice. Believe it or not. Love me like so both times, uh, because I'm, I'm a naughty, I was a naughty kid uh, um, and what a naughty teenager, 17, 18, uh, and trying to see that I can take my own control. And so I would drive drunk and driving and I would uh, take some heavy drugs and I was caught twice, believe it or not, even though I was convicted the first time, uh, the second time it was, it was another thing, you know, God just... I actually blacked out the second time when I got arrested. That, that's actually, it's actually a revelation that God actually showed me when I, was, when I, when I got locked up the second time. That, uh, and then ever since then, I've actually really set my heart and my eyes fully on Jesus. Because that was something for me that if I get too deep into this, I'm going to be addicted. Addicted to life. Addicted to the worldly things. Addicted to things that is not of God. And I feel fully fresh and fully clean and filled with the Holy Spirit, which is super amazing. Hmm. So God actually, yeah, if you look at, the, if you look and uh, going into, and just talking about my testimony uh, in, in brief there, you look at the shield of faith. And you're looking at like, you know, you've got this breastplate on, you've already got your shoes, you've got your belt of the truth. But you're looking at the shield, the shield is actually quite big as well. So, and 
This was actually made out of leather with a bit of like metal around and a bit of like wood in the middle. But the main part of the shield was actually leather. And you kind of you kind of think to yourselves like, but leather can actually burn. Like how did this leather block the fiery darts of it? And those fiery darts symbolize Satan trying to attack you. So how 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 was this? How was this? So I, I went, I dug a bit deeper and I looked at like what the Roman soldiers actually really did. So when they would go into battle, they'd actually wet their shield. So now you're thinking 30 kgs, you've already got this heavy breastplate, you've already got this belt holding the breastplate, you've got these heavy thick sole shoes tied to yourself. Now you've got to still carry this heavy wet shield to, and to protect yourself, holding it up. This is actually... God lifting it up for you. He's protecting you from the, He's protecting you with God's power. He lets you lift it up. But also knowing if you don't have that shield, you've got your breastplate to protect your heart. Don't forget about that. Because He's our righteousness. The devil's trying to uh, bring doubt. He's trying to bring lies into our life. He's trying to attack us within our families. He's trying to really get us irritable. He's really trying to pick on like little things. My wife, my wife does this and I don't like it. It's going to make me argue with her. Some, some examples, that's what happens in life. Oh no, um, this month uh, we don't have enough money. There's going to be an argument this month because there's not enough money to pay the bills. You're going to argue with your, your, your bank or with the landlord. And then you're like... The devil's trying to get his foothold in your life. Take up your shield. Protect against what the devil's got to do because God's got your back. Once you rely on God's love, he's protected you. He's protected your pockets. Pray to God that he will protect you guys because he is a mighty God. Even in the heaviest of heaviest battles, we must remember that God works through all things for good. He is always true in His promises. He will never forsake you. He will meet all your needs. Call on Him and He will answer. He will put your path straight. Going to 2 Corinthians 11 verse 14. And this is basically what I was talking about in the beginning where how, how Satan disguises himself. He's a deceiver. He looks like, hey, it's okay. So let's go for some breakfast. Fine, let me give you one. And no wonder for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. And, and if I go a little bit uh, uh, before that in scripture, um, I'm going to quickly um, read it from what I actually marked in my Bible here. Which verses are we? 11. For such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen, masquerading as apostles of Christ. And no wonder for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. It is not, a su not surprising then if his servants masquerades as servants of righteousness. Their end will be what their actions deserve. Amazing, eh? It's amazing. Because they're gonna, what, what they're doing is going to uh, not get into heaven. And the thing is, we have to really, really take this seriously. Every single day. This is, we're, coming to, we're coming to holiday season. Never ask, we call it silly season because it's, it's busy. Uh, we live in, you guys live in Krabo. It's also a very busy holiday destination town. I live in Betty's Bay. Um, it's going to become extremely busy. Where we kind of like forget we're going to have some time, uh, maybe two or three weeks of church. Uh, we kind of forget and we let our guard down. And that's when the uh, Satan and the devil is going to try to get his foothold in our lives. So what I'm trying to say to you guys is don't let... That happened. We need to be always walking with the shoes of the gospel, having our bout of truth, speaking God's word out in truth, and letting us letting letting everybody see his righteousness in us. His righteousness. Take up that shield of faith. 
Are you guys still with me? Yes. <laughs> In Hebrews 11 verse 1. It's actually, I'm going to read that again. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. I used to be a, a um, before I actually went into the property, I was an insurance broker for about 11 years. And I had to be one of those guys trying to sell uh, emotional, emotional sales. Like, you know, the inevitable is you're going to die. So you're going to, everybody's going to die. You see me? Everybody's gonna die. We have to. You gotta. You have to have life cover. So that's how we were taught to sell the stuff. You know, like something that you don't see. You don't see life cover. But you know, you know, you, you know, if you die, it's gonna pay. You gotta. You gotta got have faith that that life cover is gonna pay out if you die. It's the same with our faith. We gotta keep ourselves in God's faith and hold up that shield of faith. The helmet of salvation. And um, I wonder if you should go to the other picture that I also sent you. Because this one doesn't actually seem as roaring like a real warrior. Uh, because God's our warrior. I was like really digging deeper. And I'm like thinking to myself, you know, this actually looks like I'm standing firm. Put on that full armor of God. That he may be able to stand against the vials of the devil. So this is this is a bit in my uh, translation, but that we can stand against whatever the devil brings towards us because we stand firm and upright. But now if you look at how as I described earlier, you you can totally see that this is a Roman soldier with those feathers on top of his helmet. He's fully protected. In that other picture, the helmet wasn't fully covering the whole face, and. This is protecting, like, if you get one blow to your head, it's, you're gone. And the devil, the devil's actually saying, you know, oh, cool, uh, let's see his arm of salvation's not on today. I'm going to mess with his mind. I'm going to attack something and go whisper in his ears because that's, that's what I do. I'm going to go and uh, uh, see uh, and disguise myself uh, and... And they try to get into people's lives. What we need to do is discern what is right and what is almost right. Because the devil's actually, and it's interesting how I say that, discern what is right and what is almost right. Again, because the, uh, the, what, what I'm trying to say there, because he's disguising himself in the light. He's disguising himself in the light that I'm all good. I'm going to make it feel good for you. Just, just, that, just that little bit of extra, you know, just don't worry. It's going to be okay. I really pray that uh, in this congregation this morning that, uh, uh, that we do discern our hearts. We do, we do actually uh, heal our minds and put on that salvation. Because we, Jesus died on the cross for us. And he's, uh, um, he's our way. He's our truth. Keep your mind focused and do not doubt. Salvation empowers the believers to fight and take their ground and stand their firm foundation in the battle when it's even good and bad. It protects us against our weakness. Without salvation, there is no victory. We've already won. We've already won. Jesus died on the cross. He's won the battle for us. When you know without doubt... That you're going to heaven because of what Christ did on the cross. Not even death. Death, the devil. Not even the devil can defeat you. Even though we will face dark times, our salvation will light the way and carry us home. Keep yourself fully, fully into God's word. Listening to God's word. 
being able to feed yourself with the word every morning. Uh, what I've actually started doing after, after doing this four weeks ago, um, basically, um, I started actually praying first thing when I opened up my eyes, and I thank you Lord just for the day. Just guide me, be with me this day. Uh, let me be able to uh, just be able to disciple to my kids and whoever comes into my, my pathways. Because each and every one of us are saints. Whether you like it or not, you guys are saints, you're friends, you guys are saints, you guys talk to each other, uh, you guys always have coffee conversations, fellowshipping, and God's light shines through us. And a lot of people think, you know, when it comes to um, the sword of the spirits, it's, it's the final part of the holder. But I'm going to get there. Uh, I'm going to get there. So the sword of the spirit. Uh, you look at all the other parts of the armor, and you think to yourself, "I'm defending myself. I'm, a, I'm I've got good armor. I'm protected. My head's covered. I've got my breastplate on. My my belt's holding me together. Uh, I'm, I'm holding that shield up tight. But now I'm going to start, I've got a weapon in my hand. I've got a weapon." You know what that weapon is? It's God's word. It's God's word. Jesus used scripture against Satan in the deserts when he was tempted all the time. He just, he kept on using scripture. And in our lives, we've got to keep on using scripture as well. When anything comes in our life, we've got to just go digging deep in the word. I mean, if you're having a bad day, uh, take the day off. If you're not feeling well, take the day off and go and spend your time in scripture. Doesn't matter your situation. The sword represents God's word, his good news to defend ourselves, but also to be on the, on the offensive weapon against the enemies. When sharpened, the sword could pierce through just about anything, making it extremely dangerous tool. Plant the seed, set people free, talk about your testaments, disciple others. Be intentional about, really be intentional about reading scripture. As I mentioned earlier, uh, find the time to dedicate reading and studying God, God's words. Because it will set you free. It will take you away from distractions. When attacked, and this is, this is quite cool. When you're getting attacked, fight back. You know, sometimes you say, you know, don't fight. You know, like don't fight against someone else. But when attacked... And we're talking about the spiritual realm now. When you try to get, like the devil's trying to take control, you speak into your life. It's not going to happen in Jesus' name. Jesus has, Jesus is my way. For it is written, use Christ's example, as I mentioned, you know, in, in the deserts. Jesus uses his scripture, he digs deeper into God's words. Going into um, Ephesians 6. 18 to 20. Um, in addition, to, now this is, this is saying, you know, I've already got this whole armor on. I've got my belt of what? My cornea? Truth. I've got my uh, bracelet. Okay, uh, what's the others? I can't remember. So the spirit. In addition to all this, are we now? No, I want to get to 18. 18. Oh, sorry, I can get you off. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayer and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. And this is not just referring to uh, speaking in tongues. It's also saying that prayer is a tool. It's actually a weapon. I mean, when you don't know what to do, you're like digging into God's word, but there's nothing coming out, you know. Go on to your knees. Pray. Praying is actually the, probably the best thing ever uh, that God's given us. It's a free gift. Yes. 
This is when we're really showing how our relationships and going really digging deep into uh, uh, his rooted because he's our strength. Without his presence, without uh, we are powerless in, in a fight. I mean, without having any of, of, of uh, this armor on us, how are we going to fight? Then we're actually just part of the, the world and uh, just going with the flow and doing our own thing and actually falling into sin. Are you guys uh, all awake? Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's going well. <laughs> Lord, yeah, just bless me. Yeah, so once you have, once you have, I mean, this is, this is something that, like, once you have this one, you know, you're looking at this, 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 this guy, and you're thinking to yourself, wow, this is like, this is something like watching that movie, uh, Gladiator, and you're like, this guy's gonna beat up anybody. I don't want to fight against that guy. This is what you guys need to look like when you guys are shining your light, speaking the gospel, walking and standing firm. If someone speaks to you and you stand firm and say, I believe in God, He's the truth. Jesus is the truth. The belt of truth is holding up everything. Without that, The truth will set you free. Without that, everything's everything's not there. I love the way they put this this uh, the the shoes there, the gospel of peace. It's it's I like this golden outfit, and, and, and it's kind of like God. God is the warrior. He is the warrior. So when 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 I, we were talking uh, when we were talking last couple of weeks. Um, when I was preaching just after 412, I spoke finding God in all things, doesn't matter if it's good things and bad things. Uh, we then spoke um, uh, the fear of God in our lives. We started like breaking out with like uh, things that are uh, um, distracting us. Um, further on, uh, we started talking about, uh, um, thinking what your mother spoke about, uh, rejection. Tanya even spoke about rejection and how do we tackle that? It's again, it's all got to do actually with prayer, praying and putting on the full armor of God. Uh, last week, uh, um, God is spirit. God is our almighty God. And, and, and the way uh, Stefan just preached it was spot on. God is almighty God. He is spirit. He's overflowing. Let him overflow in our lives. So put on that belt of truth. Let the Spirit guide you. Pray. Pray. Uh, pray to friends. Pray for everybody. Pray for your family members. Apply the truth in your life. Keep on reading God's word in, like, uh, immersely. Put on the bra uh, breastplate of righteousness. And, and proclaim it. I'm wearing the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Not on my own righteousness, but I'm wearing the righteousness of Jesus Christ, my Savior. Put on those shoes, the gospel of peace, and stand your ground. Stand on the firm foundation to gain that territory, to gain that, and plant the seed in other people's lives. Take up that shield of faith. Keep your shield up in the battle storms. Because the devil is trying to shoot you with those, uh, or even shoot those fiery darts at you guys. Every single way, he's going to try and find it, especially December time. So hold up your shields. God's your power, he's your protector, know, know that. Put on your helmet of salvation. Protect and yield your minds. And, 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 um... Going this morning and talking about salvation, you know, Jesus again, he died on the cross. And uh, I'm just going to make an altar call because I feel that uh, this morning uh, we could actually, even though we might, be, we might be saved, but there might be some things in our hearts that is, 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 is like really hurting, feeling convicted about things like, like what I had. You know, I felt convicted the other day after like something that happened years ago that my friends don't want to talk to me and I'm like wow something small that actually convicted me and I got set free in that 
I feel this morning that uh, um, God's going to set you free. I feel that there are some people this morning that uh, uh, need to recommit and really, really dig deep intentionally in God's words and know that He's our Savior, He's the truth, and He will set you free. And I'm going to make that call um, in closing. Defend ourselves and on defend ourselves and be offensive in planting the seed of God's good word. Read God's word to strengthen your faith. Defense must take in our spiritual lives. We are fighting against Satan. How do you put on that uh, full armor of God? By having faith in him. I don't know if I gave you the scripture, uh, kind of like the Ephesians 4. Did I? You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put, to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by the deceitful desires to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on a new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Just got to hold it up there. Something interesting about this, and uh, uh, this actually, this was one of the, the scriptures that actually stood out to me the most. Make sure you don't place your faith in circumstances, but into God's character. This one here. And I really feel that uh, get rid of your old self and put on that full armor of God. Pray to put on that full armor of God. Pray in the Spirit. Be fully equipped. Victory already has been won. Um, if you can put up uh, uh, numbers 33 again. Hello, please. Take possession of the land and settle in it, for I have given you the land to possess. Stand on firm foundation. I feel that there are prayer warriors in this place. And I really, it's one of, the, one of the tools that I actually haven't used a lot. Um, and I, I kind of sometimes feel uh, shy when to pray. And listening this morning to, um, hopefully I pronounced your name right, Ubna. Was that right? Yeah, um, I really feel in your heart that there's a, there's a prayer warrior in you. And I really feel that uh, there's going to be a lot of people in your lives that you're going to uh, really lead to the Lord. And, and just, just, a, just, a, just a, her light that she shines when she prays, I could see it. That there's a lot of that in all of us, actually. All of us. It's such a simple thing, you know. It's, it's, I, I feel like, oh, I'm like scared to pray. But you know what? Because God's filled me with the Holy Spirit. I'm, I love praying. I love spending time with His words. In the last couple of weeks, it's been so amazing spending time in God's word that I know that I'm set free. I really, really pray that this word actually this morning uh, uh, did actually uh, implant in your hearts that you guys heard, not from me, but uh, what God was trying to uh, say to take up your full armor of God in me. So Lord, Lord this morning, um, I just really pray, Lord, this morning that you have your way, Father God. Lord, just oh, thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross, sending your son to die on the cross, Lord, 2,000 years ago for us, for our sins, Father God. God, Lord, just take off that flesh of our, 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 take that flesh off of us, Father God. I really pray that take that flesh off so that we can stand firm and put on that full armor of God this morning and, and, and in our lives, not just this morning, Father God, but in our lives as we walk, 
with you, Lord, forward and taking territory and, and saving and planting the seed of your gospel, Father God. I pray peace over all of us this morning. I pray peace in our lives. I pray peace in our marriages. I pray peace in our workplaces, in our finances, Father God. I really pray that you will move in ways that is undescribable, indescribable, Father God. That, that this morning that the truth will set us free. That your belt of truth will hold on that full armor. That it's not a heavy weight, but it's your weight that you've taken for us on our salvation, Father God. And Lord, I go to me, and I really, I really go down to my knees, Father God, and I really need to say, Lord, we love you, Lord. Really, really love you, Father God. Thank you for giving us freedom to be able to preach, worship you, Father God, be able to just openly uh, just use your tools, Father God. Thanks for putting our minds set free on you and giving us that helmet of salvation, Lord. Holy Spirit, this morning, thank you for guiding us all this morning. Thank you for being present this morning, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you, Lord, that you actually gave us your Holy Spirit when you, uh, when you went up, Lord. Refresh us, Lord. Refresh us. This morning in prayer, I was actually, it was kind of funny. I was like, something smells amazing. Something smells like this incense. And I, I really felt your incense and your presence this morning, Lord. And I really, I really pray this morning that your incense is always like honey on our lips, Lord. That we always just want to be fed more with your word, Lord. <coughs> Teach us, Lord, how to take up that sword when we need to go on the battlefield and not just be on the defense, but also to be on the offense, Father God. Have your way this morning, Father God. Have your way. In Jesus' name. Amen.
because there is some areas that I feel I can I can ask God to to input in my life a little bit, you know. Um, I think if we if there's not something, then I don't know. There's always something in me. So Bridget is not here. I would love to have another song on, but I'm not going to pressure her for this. And this is where it's going to. You can You've got to come help me pray, her. So yeah, anybody that wants to come forward, let's let's uh, let's pray for each other. And I want to ask Mr. Jane to come and help. Um, to come and help if there's anybody to pray for.